Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog and the trees of a town called The Fort. Events that take place in the fort are not suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised. I got the ghost of you inside of my head. What I'm supposed to do is already dead. He's so
like rusted wrought iron ribs jutting from the ground. The fence guarded Riverside. It looked stubborn as it stood out of place against the wet and the green and the trees and all the nature that sought to tear it down with vines and tendrils into the moss. Paul walked its length following Minnie's directions. With high knees, he trudged through locked tangles of tall grass and reeds as his satchel bag popped up and then down, slapping him on the hip as if to urge him onward with every step like livestock to the butcher house. Paul moved east, double-checking as he went and looking for the gate quite paranoid he'd passed it by some time before. But just as Minnie had said, the fence made a sharp right angle north and at the corner of the wrought iron enclosure was the rose garden and within its thorny reach well embedded in untended bush and briar was the gate. Sharp. Someone should really cut these back. Hello? Paul stood for a moment, awkward and anxious. There was a sense of foreboding about the building, but he supposed that would be the classic, if not gothic, sensibilities about the dingy building and the odd rose window that sat above the door peering down like one large eye of geometric shapes and twisting visions. Hello? Hello? What is this place? There's no one here. Paul stepped as quietly as he could, but the tile underfoot betrayed him with every step sounding louder than the last in the vacuum of silence which was Riverside. Not exactly what he'd expected. Where were the patients? Where was the staff? Everything was so still that his breath sounded like grinding metal gears in his throat and the- What are you doing? Good lord! I beg your pardon? Oh, uh, I... I didn't mean to take the Lord's name in vain. You just startled me. I didn't hear you walk up. Oh, I do not care if you take the Lord's name in vain. I only wish the malady of my initial inquiry to be cured. So I'll ask again. What are you doing? Uh, right. Uh, I, um, I'm looking for a Mother Cyprian? For what purpose? I'm looking for some information. Come now. I am in the business of guardianship. I am not a broker of trivial facts or gossip. I think you'd best be on your way. I suspect to continue this parlay would be a waste of time for both of us. Uh, a mini sent me? Did she now? She thought you might be able to help me. Oh, come now, we'll never get anywhere at this rate. Uh, okay. Uh, let me just, um, hold on. It's, uh, here. A book. Well, it's, what, it's what's in the book that I need help with. You've come for clarification. No, no, nothing like that. More like, uh, elaboration. Aha! 
There we are. All right. Uh, so, Minnie told me that you'd be able to help me find out more information uh, on this individual, uh, one Richter Collins. She assured me that if he had been written about here, that there would likely be more accounts of this individual. Richter Collins, you say? Yes, a Mr. Richter Collins, uh, beset by a coma. It's written right here. Yes, yes, let me see that. Here you, here you go. Ah, well, there you have it. A rare insight into the past. And judging by the hand that wrote it, this must be none other than a one Dr. Keenly. Yes, it is. <laughs> must say, I'm impressed. Mother Cyprian closed the old journal and ran her fingers along the face of it. Paul stared at her hands. You could almost see through her paper-thin skin. You mentioned Minnie sent you. I did, yes. Mother Cyprian's eyes ran up and down the length of Paul, her lips a stern and straight line, pursed and proud, and then slowly eased into a more congenial shape. Well... Like many, I too fancy myself quite the amateur historian. So, would it be possible that you might have more journals written by Dr. Keenly in your personal collection? Well, depends on what your interest is in the matter. Okay, well, uh, Richter Collins, the one written about here, is my great, great, great great uncle, or something to that effect. A bit of a family legend, really. Uh, black sheep, cast out and disavowed by the Collins Bloodline Trust. Uh, frankly, I don't know whether or not any of that's actually true, which is why I've come to the fort. I'm writing a book, <laughs> uh, but I'd be lying if I said I had any idea just how difficult that would actually be. A book? How... Quaint. Well, luckily I can confirm that I not only have more penned by this particular author, but I thought until this very moment that I had acquired the entire collection. So there is plenty for you to peruse. You'd allow me to? Oh, it would be my pleasure. If you'd be so kind as to follow in step. Mother Cyprian turned on her heels as if it were the beginning of a pirouette. So precise, and practiced it was as she broke into a purposeful stride with striking fluid motion. Paul followed behind, peering about as he made his way. Some of the doors as they passed sat slightly ajar, while through small windows or cracks in others Paul could see a little light, but still no patience and no staff just as he raised the courage to ask where everyone was. Mother Cyprian stopped dead in her tracks and turned back round in the same precise motion, peering once more at Paul with her pursed lips as she grabbed hold of a door handle with her hand. And with a slight push, it opened. Go on in now. Make yourself comfortable while I retrieve the ledger, so as to locate the desired materials in my expansive collection. What a wonderful little stowaway. <laughs> I would have never guessed that such a room existed behind this door. That's the magic of a door, I suppose. Oh my god, it's larger than I 
ever expected. Christ! Was that absolutely necessary? Paul was quickly learning Riverside was not a place of relaxation. It served a purpose, he supposed, and like its matriarch, there was no fanciful sensitivities taken in its way of easing anyone into that environment. Paul looked about at the room. It was filled to bursting with books, all jammed tight and orderly on inlaid bookshelves. There were rows upon rows of them. If the building would be no comfort to Paul, at least the smell of a well-kept library would. Like an aged bouquet of pages and ink, the scent of those books put the hairs on the back of his neck at ease as Paul began to walk around the room pulling books from the shelves and thumbing through their pages. Was he allowed to peruse without the supervision of Mother Cyprian? Paul was unsure, but he was certain, as long as he kept an ear to the door for the sound of her short, stout heels on the tiled floor, he'd be able to replace any book or paper he held and look unsuspecting before she had a chance to walk in through the door. Book after book, drawer after drawer, Paul was becoming downright nosy as time passed. It eventually became so that he wasn't sure whether to wait a while longer to give in to the temptation to step into the hallway and call for Mother Cyprian. But he didn't, and instead sat in a chair opposite a large desk with impressive stacks of papers all perfectly in order on its flat top. I was about to send out the search party. I am not familiar with this phrase. I'm sorry, I thought you were Mother Cyprian. No, I am not. Well, I see that now. I am Dr. Avery. Ah, pleasure. What pleasure is that? A pleasure. You know, as in my pleasure. As in, uh, it's nice to meet you. Meeting me gives you pleasure. Well... Uh, no, not really. Then why pleasure? <sighs> Look, forget I said anything. Interesting. Would you like to forget? Oh, you want to do this again, okay. Uh, would you mind taking a step back? You're quite in my personal space. You have begun a journey for truth of the past, for the future, and for that which is hidden. I... I suppose so. Please, imagine a key. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I was entirely comfortable right now. Imagine a key to unlock the truth, to unlock the past, to unlock the future and to unlock all that is hidden. If only such a trinket existed. Close your eyes. I would really rather not. Close your eyes. Look, if I play along, will you take a step back? All right then. Imagine that key, the shape it would need to guard the truth, the luster it must have to shield the past, the design to obscure the future, and the teeth 
it would need to bite the truth. What does it look like? Um, I would imagine that it would be a modest key. Why? Well, because it's a key and doesn't know what purpose it serves. Is it plain? Very. Steel, then? Uh, yes. I want you to imagine yourself grabbing it. Uh, okay, I, um... I'm holding the key. Do you see a lock? Look closely. It will be against the black of your mind. The place you are unable to imagine. The place I'm unable to imagine? Right, you mean the dark. I, well, my eyes are closed. Everything is dark. A lock. I imagine the entirety of the dark I see would be a lock. Then why? Try and open it. It's harder to imagine the dark being corporeal. Will it to be corporeal? I will count down from three. When I reach one, you will engage the dark with your key to unlock what it is that you seek, and we shall see if our experiment has worked. And then you'll take a step back and let me breathe. Oh, most certainly. Perfect. Then I'm ready whenever you are. Three, two, one. This episode was written, directed, and narrated by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Harlan Guthrie, and mixing and mastering by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. This episode featured Mike LeBeau as Paul Collins, and Cole Weavers as Mother Cyprian and Dr. Avery. To find additional information or join our Patreon to support the show and receive ad-free episodes, visit our website at thetownwhispers.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at The Town Whispers. Join us on Discord by clicking the link in the description. Visit us on Facebook or email us at thetownwhispers at pulpaudio.ca. The Town Whispers is a serialized horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio, distributed by Callum Doherty of the Rusty Quill Network, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.